0: Welcome to the Magic Mindset Podcast, the podcast for anyone aiming to live in and embody your highest self and explore your full potential. Let's uncover the bullshit so we can discover the absolute magic of being you. We dive into this week's topic, which is thought work. I am so excited to finally bring this one to you all. I want to give you a quick update. Nobody asked. Maybe nobody cares, but I cared. I cared a lot, so I'm going to tell you anyway. Um, I did get all my social media back. I was extraordinarily lucky to have connections within Facebook and to have people willing to help a stranger because all of these connections were through other people, and they still said yes to helping me, this person that they never met, which I just think is so incredible and reminded me how much being a good person in every situation matters and how much, you know, one small thing that you can do, I can do, we can do to positively impact somebody else could have a huge impact on their life. And it was, yes, it's just something social media, but it impacted me hugely as that serving as that reminder that how I show up in life, how I help people, my willingness to help people in every situation Even when, and I'll be as bold to say, especially when I have nothing to gain is what matters and it is important. And so it was really, really cool to be reminded by that. And of course, I'm ecstatic to be back and have my platform back and have my community back and to continue to do all the amazing things I hope and plan to do with it. But on to this week's topic thought work. Our lives are moving in the direction of our thoughts. For better or for worse, our thoughts are shaping the way we live and the way we perceive the way we live, the way we perceive the world around us. Our thoughts create action and that action is going to dictate our experience and it's going to circle right back around to our thoughts about our perception of the experience. So all that to say, thoughts are incredibly important. Because the quality of our thoughts is going to determine the quality of our lives. And I understand that sounds really big and really meta and really, I don't know, bold to say. But it is so true. If we are walking around chronically negative, chronically angry, chronically upset, chronically looking for reasons to be pissed off, what type of life are we going to have versus the opposite? If we are walking around chronically optimistic, chronically joyful, chronically looking for possibilities, looking for solutions, looking for things and reasons to be happy, we are going to have a joyful life, and all of that is going to boil down to the quality of of our thoughts but i don't want to imply that we can just simply change our thinking and change our lives because it's not that easy however it's not really changing our thinking that we're trying that we should aim to do It's changing what we give power to because here's the thing. We are never going to be free from all negative thoughts. We are never going to be free from that dickhead that lives in our brain that talks shit about ourselves, that wants to pop off about the asshole who's driving too slow in front of us, that wants to talk shit about the person who has their cart too close to us at the grocery store, whatever the situation may be. We are never going to get rid of that voice. However, we can drastically change how we interact with that voice and the power we give that voice. And so that is what we are going to talk about today. How we can change the way we think. <laughs> we think about our thoughts. I first want to talk about using thoughts to confirm what we think, and I said that with an emphasis for a reason. What we think We know because there is very little in this life that we can know for certain, very, very little that we can absolutely know for certain, but our thoughts will tell us otherwise. And what we're choosing to believe, again, is going to impact how we show up in and how we perceive every single situation that we interact with. And so here's an example. If I were to invite you to a party and I were to pull you aside before we walked into the party and say, now listen, these people are all kind of assholes. I asked you here because I want somebody to talk to. You know, they they tend to really gas up. They tend to really talk shit. I've heard them say a lot of negative things about you. They called you an idiot. They said they don't like your pants. (laughs) They said that you tend to wear your hair in a funny way. They think that you're stupid. On and on and on. What would you think when you walked in to this party? You would be thinking, I'm with a bunch of assholes who think I'm a stupid idiot. And how would that party carry on? You'd probably be miserable. You would be very Hesitant to show up as your true and authentic self, you would be on guard the entire night. And then, when you walked out of that party, if I were to say, How was your experience? you would tell me, Well, it wasn't fun, I was on guard the entire night, those people were jerks. I felt like I was being judged the entire time, I felt like everybody was looking at me, making fun of my pants. (laughs) You know, you would have this experience based off of what you thought was going to happen. But here's the thing. We do that to ourselves. (laughs) We do that to ourselves all the time. We wake up in the morning... And we put clothes on. And instead of saying, wow, I, I look really great in these pants today, we say, oh, my God, everything looks horrible. Everything is too tight. This doesn't look good. I Let me go get a sweater because I need to cover up my arms and let me fix my hair. Or we just ignore our appearance completely because we don't want to think about how we look because we know that's a painful road that we tend to spiral down. And so what happens when we walk into work or we walk into any sort of social situation? we're on guard. But here's the thing, that on guard feeling isn't always in the forefront of our mind. We've simply trained our subconscious to act that way. We've trained ourselves to think that everybody's looking at us, everybody is judging us, and everybody is thinking the worst about us. Because unfortunately, when we talk to ourselves, the thoughts we paid the most attention to are the dickhead thoughts. The thoughts when we tell ourselves, no, I can't have that. I'm a loser. I'm stupid. I am fat. I didn't earn this. I am lazy. Those are the thoughts that we give power to. Now, this episode isn't an episode about affirmations. There's been enough of that already, and and you know my stance. If you've listened before on the power of affirmations, and on the off chance this is your first time listening, hi, welcome. I'm so happy you're here. I fucking love affirmations, <laughs> and I love affirmations not because I think that they have you know an instant ability to transform our lives, but I think when done, I know rather when done consistently that. They have an ability to drastically change our lives because they rewire the way we think. They they train us to think differently and, more importantly, to speak differently to ourselves. And taking that a step further and bringing it back to the context of this episode, they train us what to pay attention to because our entire lives, we have been affirming things about ourselves. We have been telling ourselves things and we have believed those things, those thoughts, To be truthful. And so when we bring in positive affirmations or affirmations that are at least in the direction that we wish to go. And so taking a step further, so if I'm saying, okay, I look in the mirror and I don't really love the way I look today, instead of allowing my thoughts to run wild and to let that set me up to be on guard and feel like I'm being judged and perceive that people are judging me or looking at me or not giving me a fair chance because we know what that feels like, I can stop that thought. I can acknowledge that thought because trying to get rid of that thought is not going to happen. We are never going to be, I'm going to say this again, I'll probably say it 40 more times during the course of this episode. We are never going to be completely free from our dickhead thoughts, but we can be free from the ramifications of them when we learn to just simply observe them, to notice them like we would notice anything else and just say, I'm not paying attention to you today. I am not giving you power today. And so we acknowledge that thought, hi, hi. Thank you for coming, dickhead thought. I'm not going to buy in to your bullshit today. I'm going to move to a different thought, one that feels slightly better. And I wouldn't expect anybody to go from, I don't like the way I look, to I feel gorgeous, I am sexy, I am beautiful, I am stunning, I am confident. That is a large gap. If you can go there, kudos. Fucking do it. More power to you. Most folks, including myself, can't. But I can go from, I feel disgusting, I feel gross, to, I'm going to respect my body today. I'm going to do my best to honor my body today. I am going to be thankful that I have a body that allows me to show up in my life. I am thankful that my body has supported me and my bullshit for all these years. There's always something a little bit better than that dickhead voice, and when we can choose to give power to that thought, it allows us to show up differently in our lives, and so now, when I'm walking into work, I'm not pulling up my pants, pulling down my shirt, making sure that there's not an ounce of skin showing, constantly thinking about, oh my god, what do they think I look like? Are they looking at me? Like, what is going on? I've cleared up space in my mind to simply go about my day, to not have to worry about those things because when we're giving attention to those dickhead thoughts, they tend to be all we think about. I know I'm putting a lot of emphasis on our thoughts around our body, but unfortunately for most of us, that's tends to take up a lot of space in our mind, or maybe it doesn't, but it's because we've completely suppressed that part of ourselves, because we've said, fuck it. I don't want to think about this anymore, and that's not a good thing. That's not acceptance as, you know, acceptance is, okay, I'm willing to accept myself as I am so I can continue to grow and foster a better relationship with ourselves. That's a healthy type of acceptance. This is the other side of acceptance. This is acceptance as in complacency. That's acceptance in saying, I'm going to throw my hands up. This is who I am. I don't really like it. If I could wave a magic wand and change the way I interacted with my body, dealt with my body, thought about my body, I would do that instantly, but I'm not going to. So I'm just going to accept it and basically deal with it. I'm going to lay down on the couch. That is the shitty type of acceptance that listening to those dickhead thoughts will bring us to. And the other unfortunate part, I want to stop saying that word, but it's true, is who we are today Who we are, how we see the world, how we show up in the world is the culmination and result of all the thoughts that we've had throughout the entirety of our lives that we've believed about ourselves. All the thoughts that we have given power and strength to about our strengths, about our abilities, about our talents, who we are is those thoughts. Basically, our future is going to be shaped by the thoughts we believe today and that's huge to understand. Like that is so fucking huge to understand. Our future is being made right now in our present and it is being shaped by the thoughts that we choose to give power to. So we have to ask ourselves, when we think Dick had thoughts, when we think that the people at the party don't like our pants, I have no fucking idea why I said that as an example, but here we are. And so I'm running it. But when we tend to believe something like that, as silly and outlandish as that may be, or as sad and unfortunate as that may be, when we believe a thought that doesn't feel good on any part of the scale, we have to stop and ask ourselves, is this thought helping me? Or is this thought harming me? Because like I said in the very beginning of this podcast, we can know very little to be 100% true. And so quite often, almost all of the time, we're going to find that if a thought is hurting us, if a thought is harming us, we can't even claim it to be 100% truthful. And so holding on to that thought when it may or may not even be true is just bullshit, right? It is just complete bullshit. And so Another thing you've heard me talk about a thousand times, Byron Katie, the work. I love to use Byron Katie's the work on my thoughts because, and basically to boil down the work, if you're not familiar with it, you're just asking about any situation, is this true? And if you ask that long enough about something, you're always going to find out, well, I don't know. I do not know if this is unequivocally true. We can never know a lot to be unequivocally true, especially when it comes to our thought work. And so do they really not like my pants? Is that true? Well, I have no fucking idea. Like, I have no idea. I could never crawl into somebody's brain and find out the way they truly feel. And so, like, a thought, everything is going wrong. Is that true? No, it's not. That's our bullshit. There is never, ever a point in any of our lives where every single thing is going wrong. And you might, not, you may hear that and say, "Well, yes, Heather, there has been times where I've gotten a flat tire, and then I lost my debit card, and then." Ugh. Believe me, I get it. Right? We all have bad days, but how much of that bad day is being shaped by your thoughts? <laughs> It all comes back meta. Like, what are we looking for? What are we believing? What are we giving power to? And so if I'm having a thought that does not feel good, it is my responsibility to myself because I love myself enough to not go down those roads anymore. And I pray you feel the same way about yourself. It's my responsibility to stop myself in my bullshit and say, wait, what am I giving power to? Is this true? is this true? Is this helping me? Is this in alignment with how I want to show up in my life? Is this helping me show up in my life as the person I wish to be? Is this helping me feel good? Is this helping my family, my business, my friendships, whatever the situation may be, is this helping in any way? And if it's not, if it's just a dickhead thought, which is often the case, I can go, okay, thank you for coming. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to yet again reflect on my bullshit and remind me of the person I no longer wish to be, of the thoughts I no longer wish to have, because I know that who I am tomorrow is shaped by what I believe today. And so I am choosing differently from here on out. I am choosing differently in my life. I am choosing to believe differently. Thoughts that make me feel good. And when I cannot find a thought that makes me feel good, I'm at least going to choose a thought that doesn't make me feel worse. Something I try to do when I am in a period of my life that feels heavy, when I am in a period of my life that feels stressful, is I try to take inventory and collect. All the negative thoughts I am feeling and experiencing, all the painful things that are going out in my head, I get them out on paper. And here's the thing, that kind of sucks to do, right? That kind of sucks to do, but years back, When I was deciding who I wanted to be and what I no longer wanted to participate in and how I wanted to show up in my life and I no longer wanted to be just like this person who was a zombie just going through the motions, I decided that I wanted to be somebody who was strong. I wanted to be somebody who was sturdy. I wanted to be somebody who was not going to be kicked down by circumstances that life may or may not throw at me. I wanted to be somebody who was not going to be a victim of my past. I wanted, I want, I am a creator of my future. And so that means now when I find myself in times of stress, in times of uncertainty or in times of worry, I have something that I want to live up to because being somebody who is strong, who is sturdy, who is unshakable, that is important to me. That That is something I want to identify with. That is something I want to feel like. I don't want to feel like somebody whose world crumbles to shit the second some unfortunate circumstance comes up. And- That's the thing with unfortunate circumstances. They're going to come up. Life is going to (laughs) life, right? I don't want to be pushed down every single time that happens. Like I just went through that whole period and I can't, you know, I don't want to talk about this social media thing anymore. I didn't want to really talk about it when I was in it. Aside from a very few close people that I love, I really didn't vent about it that much because I didn't want to be pushed down by that circumstances because it was hard and it did fucking suck. And there was a lot of uncertainty and I worked my ass off for it. And you might not understand that. I don't expect everybody to understand that, but that's fine. Like it was mine. I'm not going to quantify that, nor does anybody else, you, anybody need to quantify what they're experiencing and what they're dealing with on how Painful it is, right? Like, and we tend to do that. We tend to like fight for like, well, I have it worse because like, no, I'm not participating in that, it, nor do I want to be around people who participate in that. So anyway, all that to say, and this especially came up a lot during 2020. Holy shit, did this shove me into this practice, but I'm getting somewhere. I promise you, <laughs> I'm not running off with this. But anyway, when I find myself in those times, I audit myself. I try to get all my bullshit on paper, and it fucking sucks at first. It fucking sucks because what does it do? It forces me to stare my bullshit, for lack of a better term, and y'all know that's my favorite term, but it forces me to stare that in the fucking face. It forces me to confront and look at and acknowledge everything I'm feeling because here's the thing with thoughts. There's usually more. There's usually more that we're turning away from. And so we tend to like latch on to the surface level stuff of everything is going wrong and nothing is in my control. I'm a victim here. This is bad. This person wronged me. This person hates me. My jeans are too tight. I'm fat. I can't lose weight. I can't get a good night's sleep. My kids are so busy. All that shit. We like latch onto that shit. Well, guess what? Like anything, there's always something deeper underneath it. And we can't identify it if we're not willing to look at it because we cannot defeat what we are not willing to define. Ah, That was a good one. (laughs) I'm going to say that again. We cannot defeat what we are not willing to define. And when it comes to our thoughts... We tend to just believe them. We take them as surface level. Okay, this is what's happening. I'm going to accept it. I'm going to let it fuck up my day, fuck up my vision, fuck up my perception, and I'm going to carry on. No, no, no. We can't do that. We need to understand why we are thinking these thoughts. And so we have to, I have to, when I'm in these moods, get it out on paper. I feel helpless. I feel out of control. I feel scared. I feel worried. I feel angry. I feel upset. I feel wronged. I feel victimized. I feel whatever. Why? Why do I feel that way? That's when we start questioning our thoughts. Why do I feel this way? And here's the thing. It sucks. It's painful, friends. It is painful. But you know what's even more painful than questioning those thoughts, confronting those thoughts, dealing with those dickhead thoughts? The pain of living with them Every single day, because we are too scared to look ourselves in the eyes and ask, what is going on? Why am I allowing myself to be stuck in this vicious cycle of talking shit to myself, of looking at the world around me, looking for negative things, looking for confirmation of all the negative things I'm thinking, feeling, or experiencing? I don't want to do that. So I need to ask why they're here. What is really going on there? And what am I hoping that thought is going to accomplish? What am I hoping that thought is going to give me? And that's another really uncomfortable thing. Like, And I'm going to use, I hate myself for it, I promise I'm going to stop talking about my social media, but I'm going to use my social media for an example. I knew during it, I wanted to bitch. I wanted to complain. I wanted to do all those things. And don't get me wrong. I did. (laughs) I tried not to, but it certainly did. And when I would catch myself doing that, what I wanted to hear was people going, you're right. That's fucking horrible. You worked your ass off. You built this. And it's like you have this business and you're helping people and it was taken from you. And I wanted people to reflect all that stuff back to me. Just like when we say, I'm having a bad day. We want somebody to go, you're right. Everything is going wrong. Like, oh my God you poor thing. Like We want to be coddled. We want to be comforted, and we want to be validated. But here's the thing. If we can't comfort, coddle, and validate ourselves, we will never accept those things from somebody else. And so getting those mean, ugly, angry, vicious, hurtful thoughts out on paper gave me, gives me, will give you, An opportunity to identify what will help. What behavior will help right now? What action will help right now? What thought can I replace these thoughts with that will help right now? And this is where numbing in a productive way can come in. Because when we don't do this, we end up numbing. We end up numbing with drinking a lot. You've heard me talk about how fucking horrible it is to drink when you're feeling anxious, fear, or worry. All you're doing is pouring gasoline on an already raging fire, acting like it's going to help you forget. Okay, well, you may forget momentarily, but it's going to wake up tomorrow and your fucking house is going to be burned down. Don't do that shit. Or... We eat it, right? That was my bullshit. I did drink it for a very long time, and then and I stopped drinking it, I started eating it. So I'm just going to binge, 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 num, 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 choo. choo chew, 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 allow my body to forget what was going on, and then what would happen? Then I would wake up with the problems, with the bullshit, with the thoughts still there and compounded by the thoughts of, I fucked up. I'm a loser. I can't lose weight. I can't control myself. Like all those thoughts are put on top of it. We are allowed to numb. Numbing is available to us at any time. And numbing, when done productively, can be helpful. But we can never numb without first identifying, right? Like, it would be like if I went to the hospital with this huge cut on my leg and I was like, doctor, I need some help. Like, I I just need some help. And they were like, okay, well, here's the Tylenol. I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? You need to look at the cut. You need to examine the wound if you're going to help me. Numbing without examining our wounds is numbing without examining our thoughts. It, it cannot happen. And when we examine those thoughts, then we can say, okay, what do I need? What is going to be productive right now? I may need some dopamine. I may need a Sunday. I may need to order pudgies, which if you're not local, that's a local pizza place that is a beautiful little entity all to themselves. If you're ever in Elmira, New York, let me know. We will work out and we will probably get pudgies after and it will be a glorious fucking day. Anywho, I digress. Like numbing out and allowing yourself pleasure and dopamine in those situations is fine, but I need to stay present with it. I need to acknowledge what I am doing. And I cannot do that without first examining the wound, right? If all I am doing is trying to just ignore what I'm feeling and turn on Netflix while simultaneously scrolling Instagram until my eyes roll back out of my head, I'm not addressing anything. I haven't examined anything. I haven't questioned anything. I first need to get out on something concrete paper because it forces me to actually think. It's going to force you to actually think. What am I thinking right now? Is this thought helping me? Why am I feeling this thought? What is the underlying belief here going on when I'm experiencing this thought? If it's around our bodies, it's going to be feelings of unworthiness. It's going to be feelings of not feeling good in our skin. It's going to be feelings of we know we're not taking care of ourselves. And it's a whole other fucking podcast that we're going to get into really soon. Like those things are going to come up, which sucks. But it's also the greatest gift we can give ourselves because then we know what behaviors need to happen that will allow us to feel better and I want to remind you as I wrap this podcast up that creating these new pathways takes time right we are asking ourselves to create new habits we are asking ourselves to make insane that's a horrible word that I just use I apologize for using that but it, we are asking ourselves to use to make these just wild in and, and drastic changes we have to understand it is going to take time you, Your job, your homework is to be an auditor of your thoughts, is to pay attention to what you are thinking, to pay close attention to those negative thoughts, which is going to suck at first. But when you look at them, when you see them, that is when you have the ability to change them because you cannot change something that you are unwilling to acknowledge. This is a lot of what my coaching practice is around. If you schedule a call with me, a Zoom session or a phone call, however you're comfortable with, you probably aren't going to come into it thinking we're going to talk about thought work. But believe me, that is where probably 85 to 95% of them end up, especially if it's on that first discovery call. Because when we are carrying baggage around, baggage around our bodies, baggage around beliefs, baggage around feeling stuck, baggage around self-sabotage, baggage around not feeling like we know the right things to do, but we're unable to implement them. Why is that happening? Well, there's something going on with our thoughts. There's something going on with what we are thinking, with how we are approaching them. And so when we can start digging into the why behind those thoughts, that's when we can make really, really amazing progress and lasting changes. But again, it's remembering what I just said, creating new pathways, creating new habits, creating new ways of thinking takes time. It takes time. And it's, I hate to say it's hard work, but I'd also be lying to you if I said it wasn't hard work. But guess what? What beautiful, amazing fucking thing do we get in life that isn't hard? at times, right? Like, I can't think of anything that I have, anything that I'm proud of, anything that I want to show off, anything that brings me joy that hasn't been a challenge at some point in my life. And I'm sure if you look at your shit, you're going to feel the same way, right? Like, what we put effort into, what we allow ourselves to dive into first to take on those challenges, that's when we build self-efficacy. That's when we build self-esteem. That's when we change who we are. And you heard me say, you know, However long ago, 10, 15 minutes ago, I decided I was a person who was sturdy. I'm a person who is strong. I am a person who is unshakable. You are hard-pressed to piss me off right now. I could not have said that 10 years ago, right? Like I decided that for myself, and now I have to live up to that decision. I say that as a permission slip. It means you could do the same for yourself. You can decide. I am not going to be somebody who's going to walk around chronically pissed, chronically bothered, chronically upset, chronically worried. I'm not doing that anymore. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> Again, that is a slogan. If you've worked with me, you've heard me say it. We do not do that anymore. I decide different. You can decide different. You can decide. I am unshakable. I am sturdy. I will always. What did I say in the very first podcast of this year? I'm not looking for problems anymore. I'm looking for possibilities. Well, that goes along with it. And I cannot stress this enough. If this is something you struggle with, let me help you. Book a call. Book a call right fucking now. Like, let's start changing your life. Let's start approaching things differently. Let's start being excited about challenges. Let's find the possibilities inside of the problems because that shit can happen. That shit is available to you if. You allow it to be. So on that note, I'm going to wrap up. There's going to be a follow up. Please, always, I always end saying the same thing: give me your comments, give me your feedback, let me know what you want to talk about, let me know what you want to talk about further. And uh, uh, again, hit me up. Let, let Let's do a call if this is something that you want to work on in a more intimate one on one situation. And as always, if you would take just a second to rate and review this podcast, I would be honored like seriously, I would be honored if you would do so. It takes like not even a second to hit that five-star button. And if you would be just so kind is to write a couple words as well, it would be greatly appreciated. Share on your social media, share with a friend, tag me in it. I love, I love seeing your guys' reaction, to, your reaction to this. So yeah, anyway, I hope this helped. I am excited to be fully back. I'm excited to be out of the funk that the last couple weeks pulled me into. I'm so fucking excited to be out of Mercury retrograde. We are planets direct for a very, very, well, at least a couple months. So that's a good thing. That's a long time, right? In astrology terms, that's a long time. So I'm excited to dive in. I hope you're feeling the same way, and I will talk to you again next week.